Growing up with a cane pole in his hand Pocket full of trim sitting down by the street The leaves and tinder, the corpus pale Give him a shotgun to please his mind Give them well a few reasons to fly Living in the city just ain't for me I want to go back to the country Take me to Texas I want to go down that open road Take me to Texas I want to see how far this country goes Take me to Texas I want to go down that open road Take me to Texas I want to see how far this country goes Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with DJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. All right, welcome to the Outdoor Zone. Yeah, it's just an old pink jack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home. Live every Sunday morning, 7 to 9 a.m. on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network. And, and or you can hear us uh, live recorded on your favorite podcast platform. Just go to theoutdoorzone.com, theoutdoorzone.com. You can find us there. Yeah, so I'm TJ Graney in the bunkhouse. It's Cody Ryan. Good morning. I'm having some internet issues on my end. Can you... Hear me, see me. We, we can, can see you. Yes, 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 yes. You, you got to stop doing that. Are you? Got, I'm trying to shoot straight with you here. No, man. it's come on. It's a little choppy, but uh, it's good. All right, give me a minute. All right, but you're the beef. That's right. The beef is in the house. Where's the beef? He's in the house. And tie yeah. wires ranch hand that gets there early, gets the gate open, gets uh the old pot belly stove fired up, and. uh so, Beef, everything all right over there? Oh, Is man. Is doing okay? <clears throat> oh, we're doing great today. You know, there's all kinds of UT stuff everywhere. You know, they're mourning a little bit of a loss. Barf but, on the floor. But, but when you put up a show like that, you know, it's funny. Yesterday we did KOZ, and, um, you know, we talked to the boys a little bit about 9-11. And uh, there was a flyover. It was like a... B-52 bomber or C-5, I don't know, maybe both of them. And, I mean, it came in over low, and it kind of did the wiggle waggle with its wings, and those boys thought it was coming for us. (laughs) Wow, that's very cool. It was loud, and it was just incredible, and we were probably, what, a couple hundred yards, 500 yards away, you know? maybe Unbelievable. And uh, just like... That's exactly how it sounded. I love that. But yep. what's cool well, about so those it, jets is that when, you know how when the, you know, like Blue Angels, it's like, you know, it's right. just, and uh, these are kind of a little bit more lumbering, and it's just a beautiful, wow, just incredible. Yeah. What a great, what a great thing. I, I love that. So I, we we live kind of near the old Smithville Airport, and recently, over the last few months, they had some pretty big uh, helicopters, some forestry helicopters and stuff like that coming in and out. 
And uh, it's hard for me if I hear a plane, even a small plane going over, it's hard for me not to stop, go and look, watch, look you, up into the sky on our I'm neighborhood, enamorated by that whole flying thing. Hey, TJ, on our neighborhood app, there were a bunch of people going, oh, my gosh, I thought the world was ending. I thought there was going to be a plane crash. We had no idea what was going on. Golly, come on, people. That's that Put whole your thing. Pants on and get out of bed. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Go outside. So, so, yeah, today's a rare day for this show because we're recording. We're we're live and we're recording it on 9-11, mm, yep. on the anniversary of 9-11. And, uh, you know, you the know, typical... One of the, one of the strange things that I had the realization of recently uh when reflecting on some 911 things and and talking with others about 911 was that there are there are kids that are of drinking age that don't even have any concept of 911 we asked about it yesterday we had to inform them yeah of what it really Most kids stood don't for don't even know what 911 is nowadays and it was a huge, impactful day in the United States of America. And something we're lacking is the aftermath. Uh, I, I won't go there, but you will eventually at well, some point today. I, I will tell you, you that. I will. I will. I'll tell you that. Did you uh, Did you tell everybody about our friends over at McBride's? Yeah. No, I was just fixing to do that. This right. segment of the show is brought to you by our friends at McBride's Guns. McBride's Guns is our hometown gun shop it's where we go to get our firearms it's where we refer our friends to go to get their firearms uh looking for that new deer rifle you still got time to go get your new deer rifle and your scope and get it mounted all taken care of over at mcbride's and you'll be ready for november 1st looking for a personal carry or two or three Go to McBride's Guns. You can put it in your hand. Make sure it's the right one before you buy it. It's great. Looking for anything youth model, firearms, you can get it at McBride's. You'll find McBride's at the same place they've been for years, corner 30th and Lamar. Call them, 472-3532. That's 512-472-3532. Or online at McBride'sGuns.com. McBride'sGuns.com. They are our hometown gun shop. You so, know, I was going to tell you something, TJ. I bought a new flag that I'm flying today. Um, you know what the theme was for 9-11 before was never forget. American flag, never forget. That's bumper stickers at all. The stuff where you wanted to honor that. And it's changed now to always remember. And I thought that was pretty good. Always remember 9-11. So I got a big... American flag that says always remember nine eleven. And that's cool. Yeah. I think I think it's uh important to reflect for those of us that were around and know where we were and what was going on and we were born, we were not a child. <laughs> uh to reflect on where we were. Where were you guys during and, and I know we've had a show about this. It may have been a decade ago. But where were you guys on 9-11 when you heard what was going down? I was up in Dallas uh, for uh, work. And uh, 
I have to admit, back then, I was a little more focused on the work part and uh, the bad. I, I will admit this right here in, on the air to all of our listeners, I can't, or to you too. Um, I was more focused on what was going on with direct business. And they were like, oh my gosh, look what happened. I'm like, hey, we're not going to change it. Get in here and let's have the meeting. And let's uh, worry about that afterwards. And <laughs> I, I tell you, my tune has... Dropping the hammer. And that my tune has changed now. There are things that are so important in life that guide and reflect and show your character that I never wanted to be that guy again afterwards. So I've always kept that kind of close in my heart, my subconscious. Don't be that guy. Don't let things that are that, they seem important, but in the big picture, the more important things are, are you, can you help someone? Um, You know, things that are gonna strain and change the whole United States as a whole. And all of well, us together or change, change anything, change, you know, your family, your family, church. Life. So I was at home, uh, with Mrs. Graney and it started to happen, watched it happen, had the TV on, uh, just happened to be there. And, uh, our first reaction was, what do we do with our kids? They were both in, uh, Cody was in it. An adult. I was gone. He I was, was a traveling man. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but, uh, his little brother and sister, um, were in school. And so the question was, what do we do? How do we handle that? You know, do we just go snag them and do all that kind of thing? And, um, we did not do that. We did not run over there and snag them. Um, we did process it through and watch. And it was, uh, it was a weird day. It was a very strange day. I don't think we completely understood what had happened or what was going to happen or what the extent of the day was going to be uh, the day it happened. But we thought, the, I thought the same thing. Hey, a small plane hit the first hour. Oh, that's weird. You know, how, how weird is that? And then, and so we're watching and that's the second plane. And so that's where we were doing CR, I was in my first year of college at Blinn Junior College in Brenham, Texas, and I'd been by there the railroad for tracks by the railroad tracks. Yes, I was in the dorm by the railroad tracks, and uh, I'd been there for you know what a month, living away from home, a few weeks anyway, living away from home after school started for my freshman year, and uh, and we, I'm asleep. And I'm getting calls from my mother <laughs> and at the same time and that I'm ignoring those calls or that early in the morning or I ignored the first one anyway. And then there's a, I know. And I don't know. Is that mine? Is that mine? Internet? No. TJ froze up on us, but it's either, uh, yeah, he's back. All right. Uh, so it was either I ignored the first phone call. Anyway, there was a guy that uh, was the weird guy in our dorm. 
<laughs> and he came running down the halls yelling, we're being attacked. We're being attacked. We're being attacked. Turn on your TVs. Everybody turn on your TVs. We're being attacked. And I was like, what in the world? And uh, so I roll over, turn on the TV, and about 30 seconds in, the second plane hits the it's the other tower, you know, where everybody saw it on, on the news or whatever live and, uh, went, Holy cow. I don't know what this means, but after that, uh, I had history class that morning, went to history <laughs> class, sat down in history class and the professor, everybody's talking, you know, and the professor goes quiet, quiet. If you would just, uh, ignore what's going on around us today, we're talking about uh, 1980 or 1892 or whatever and just totally ignored it and I said nope and I grabbed my stuff and my bag and walked out along with about half the class said no we're not we're not just gonna sit here for the next hour and pretend like we're not uh, pretend like we're not you know doing anything so alright yeah, that, that kind of that kind of stuff irritates. Uh, me. It's, it irritated no me end. just like it irritates you. me hearing you say that that yeah. somebody would. Yeah, professor. I had I got uh, I got reprimanded by a uh, a boss one time because I wanted to lower the flag when the Apollo uh, wasn't the Apollo mission Challenger when, when, the, when the Challenger exploded. I wanted to lower the flag to half staff, and I had to argue with somebody about it. And it made me so, so mad. Beef. Well, there's nothing to argue about. We use Sun Automotive. Everybody at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired, and it can be hard to find a mechanic you can trust. We use our friends at Sun Auto Service. Sun Auto Service is a family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. Each and every person at Sun Auto works hard to demonstrate that they take pride in what they do, and we want to be the place you bring your vehicle anytime it needs scheduled maintenance or repairs. Where do I go? I go to 405 West Slaughter Lane, or you can go to 1300 Medical Parkway, Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown and Lakeway, or at 1206 Ranch Road 620. Follow them all week on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials, or go to sunautoservice.com. Coming up next, we'll talk a little fishing. Plus, we've got your uh, Armed Citizens Report, News of the Weird, all your favorite segments. It is the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse 24 7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. I'm Andy Morgan, and I fish FLW, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Back to the outdoor zone live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home. 
on Sunday mornings live with you 7 to 9 or 24 7 365 on your favorite podcast platform share us with your friends the most awarded lineup of jeeps and quality durability performance that makes us the number one brand jeeps at the Nile Maxwell Supercenter during the Nile Maxwell Supercenter Jeep Adventure Days, the inventory keeps rolling in and the savings keep adding up. Wrangler, Gladiator, Compass, Renegade, Cherokee, even the all-new Grand Cherokee in both two- and three-row seating are all waiting for you at your Jeep Adventure Day headquarters. Jeep Adventure Days. Uh, and experience greatness with the 2023 all-new Grand Cherokee with two, three-row seatings waiting for you at the Jeep Adventure Days. Begin, uh, come see how they in, reinterpret their own legacies and take the pre- premium SUV into uncharted territories of style, comfort, and adventure. That's why we're the number one volume sales leader in Central Texas, and nobody has more Jeeps than us with larger inventory and more options than anyone else in town at the Nile Maxwell Supercenter, 62183 in Austin. See all savings online at nilemaxwellsupercenter.com. There you Lots go. of lots of fishing stuff going on as we close out the year. Lots of drama. Lots of uh, just interesting stories. Uh, finished up the Bassmaster Elite Series. Brandon Polinick wins his second Angler of the Year. Joins only a couple wow. of guys ever. I think like twenty-seven in history to ever win an Angler of the Year, much less a multi-Angler of the Year. It's a very small group uh, of anglers and just a. A huge congratulations to him. Looked like he was going to lose it after the second day of the last tournament, but came back through and and pulled off the victory in Brandon Polinick uh, fashion. You know, earlier in the season, he fished at Bassmaster Elite Series while his wife was ex- uh, uh, <laughs> about to give labor, uh, give labor, give birth, give birth, whatever you call that. <laughs> you know, it's not normal outdoor zone conversation to talk about that so all those verbiage uh all that verbiage is weird but on his drive rushing drive back home he made all four days of the tournament right he 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 qualified for all four days and ended up in the top 10 in that tournament on his way home his wife had the baby while he was driving home to try and make it so kind of a crazy story but uh, so it, that's it wasn't kind of, his first kid, right? It's got to be like his very first kid. Yeah. Oh, it oh was his my. first kid. Ooh, nah. Uh, so anyway, it was that kind of year, you know, where he had made the final top ten, and and then you know rushing home to to meet his baby and all that. Anyway, uh, wins Angler of the Year, just absolutely amazing style. Yesterday, the Bassmaster Open. Uh, Bassmaster Open Series on the Upper Chesapeake Bay concluded. JT Tompkins wins that. But uh, interesting story coming out of that that, I mean, it's just an absolute heartbreaker. Trey Swindle, Gerald Swindle's nephew, uh, was in second place going into the final day. As they do on the morning of the top, of uh, uh, the final morning of the Bassmaster Open Series, what they do is they just check the insurance 
coverage of the top two competitors. Trey Swindle, a young man, I mean, I, I absolutely, obviously, uh, catching some some fish to be in second place, the Bassmaster mm-hmm. Open. You win that Bassmaster Open, you go to the Bassmaster Classic. You win, you're in to the Bassmaster Classic. So okay. a huge opportunity. And uh, and they check the top two insurance, and he, for whatever reason, the uh, liability coverage or whatever that he had was not up to the limit that Bassmaster requires. What? So, that, Explain that to me. I don't understand. So Bassmaster, and like most professional tournament leagues, require an angler to carry uh, a minimum of $300,000 in liability. Ah, like an umbrella policy kind of thing. Okay. Basic, yeah, a, a liability policy for your boat. So like a cameraman gets hurt in your boat or, mm-hmm. you know, because of something you do or something like that. It's coverage. And, uh, and I guess they checked his insurance coverage and it wasn't up to that $300,000 mark. And he got disqualified from the event. Can you imagine how mad he would be or would it be more embarrassment? I think uh, a little of both, but it, it was amazing. He ended up sticking around for the event. He took out one of the camera crews for Bassmaster. So he got to go out and watch his other buddies fish and then stuck around and, and, and made a comment on stage uh, at the final weigh-in that day. Man, so that's character. Mm. Smart that's, young man. That's that's a character move right there. That's and, right. That's and, right. And very smart. Yeah, something I I, I mean, I, I know me. Something like that happens to me, and I'm, I'm halfway back to Texas, baby, <laughs> driving ninety miles an hour, crying, and throwing things in my truck on the way home. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Calling TJ and complaining. Yeah. Oh, well, and, uh, but you're right. It's you know, tough. I think, I think, and he's going to get, he's going to get good press from that. It's it's not the end of his. You know, unless he's done fishing that is the smart he made the smart move the smart choice to just go way up there go way up there Mm. yeah it's hard though you know you only get a handful of opportunities in your whole entire life to fish the Bassmaster classic it's like when i finished uh up there at amstead in my very first open and finished fourth or whatever i was you know, I look back on it and a four pounder or four and a half pound fish to fill the empty slot I had on day two, you know, like I needed to catch 11 pounds on day two or something to, to make the Bassmaster classic. And, and I only caught seven or something like that. And, uh, and it's not like these, you know, giant weights or anything that I needed to catch. And so you look back on those things and you're like, dad, come man. That was so close. And now you look back on it and you're like, man, that was a, that was a long time ago. <laughs> like you don't get those chances. Don't just roll around regularly. It's a good so, point. That's a really good point. So that makes yeah. it probably 10 times as hard. You know, I've had one legitimate shot to make the Bassmaster classic and that was it. And that was however many years. But ago. you were there. 
You were in the position to be there, and that's the most important thing, I believe. Well, I just up. I commend Trey Swindle. Uh, good job. I don't know him. I don't have any connection to him, but I, I mean, job well done, and job well done to the winner, JT, young man who came back from far back in the field and ended up winning that event. God said it is your time, JT, and Trey. It is your time to learn a very hurtful lesson, but a lesson nonetheless. So uh, congratulations to those guys. Hey, speaking of fishing sponsors uh, and having sponsors and representing those around you, Altrua HealthShare is one of my leading sponsors this year. Really excited to have them on board uh, because I believe in them. My family's covered by them. Finding affordable, top-quality healthcare options can be tricky for the sportsmen, entrepreneurs, and those who are self-employed. Altria HealthShare is a 501c3 organization that's been sharing in medical needs for over 25 years. Altria HealthShare is not insurance. However, it offers a powerful alternative to traditional insurance and skyrocketing costs. Members contribute each month to a membership escrow. Eligible medical needs are then shared from that escrow account. That's just, that's that's how it works. I mean, that's how simple it is. Hmm. It, it makes perfect sense, and it works like that. All right. I'll get off my soapbox again. <laughs> uh, you can find out how much you can save by going to myshare.org, Altrua Health Share, where we care for one another. Coming up, news of the weird. You get it only one place. It's the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse, 24-7, 365. You can find us at theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, I'm Randall Tharp, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. All right, well, welcome back. It is the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch. But we call it home every Sunday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. Or you can catch us 24-7. Check all your favorite podcast outlets. All your favorite podcast outlets. Uh, you can check them out. We've got links to a lot of them at theoutdoorzone.com. Hey. If you're looking for the perfect truck or SUV and you can't find it, let the professionals at Nile Maxwell GMC have one built for you. This is a way to do it. I just had a buddy do this, and uh, they designed just because it's not in stock doesn't mean you have to settle for less. The team at Nile Maxwell GMC sat down with them, built the exact vehicle that best suited their needs. Build it, buy it, and we'll deliver it right to your driveway. Uh, you won't find on added charges and market adjustment addendums either. Just a great Nile Maxwell GMC price on their entire lineup of trucks. Go see our friends at Nile Maxwell GMC. Nile Maxwell GMC exit 256 in Round Rock or online nilemaxwellgmc.com. See dealer for details because guess what? We are professional grade. All right, now it's time for this week's News of the Weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. 
It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. Well, so invasive species, there is, and I've talked about it a little bit on the show over the last few months, just because it became a thing for us out at the farm. Uh, We have what's called apricot crazy ants. They're these tiny little ants. They're, you know, at first they were, we mistook them mistook them for <clears throat> for is that how you say that mistook them mistaked them mistook them mistook ah it's a third mistook them for sugar for, ants uh sugar ants yeah. yeah and but they're tinier and the the normal you know ant little baits and all those little things none of that worked and so, and I just was going nuts. I mean, there was billions of them and they started getting into the house and, and uh, I mean, billions with a B. And so I started looking it up and they're an invasive species came across on a banana boat or some kind of deal like that. <laughs> Texas A&M had some articles on what to do. They get in bananas, banana story again. They're still using that boat <laughs> with the bananas on it to do. That's the worst boat things. ever. Uh, Ask me about the banana boxes I got the other day. It's crazy. Oh my God. Uh, and so Full of spiders. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was, it was interesting. Uh, so, so I do this study on them and I find out what you can do to try and control them, but there's really no control in them. I mean, they just don't have anything. Uh, so then we come across this, this news piece, this, uh, article about the spotted lantern fly, uh, let's see first appeared in Berks County PA in 2014, arriving from its home in Asia. The invasive species has long been flight across <laughs> the U.S. Recent reports indicate that the bugs have settled in New York, Canada, Maryland, Virginia, North Carolina. And now, according to Brian Eisenhower, Eisenhower, they have migrated over to the Midwest. These insects are not dangerous to humans or pets. They don't bite or sting and they aren't venomous, but they do pose a risk to agriculture. So they'll go in and they'll start eating up all the crops mm. and they're going like crazy. And, uh, let's see. Oh, and their favorite are grape vines. So they're getting into the vineyards. And so people are really getting upset because they're getting into the vineyards. And, but Don't be messing really with not. my liquor source here. <laughs> That's right. And so, uh, they're, I mean, they're worried about losing millions of dollars worth of uh, vines, the grapes, and it it's becoming a real thing. So, so now what are they doing? They're starting to look at uh, ways to control them. Right? They got to figure out. Okay, it, just like the crazy ants, what poison works? What you know, sticky trap? What do you do? How do you do it, Cody? You are going to absolutely pop a cap. So. In Pennsylvania, where the problem in the U.S. originated, export experts imported tiny wasps, which are a natural predator of the spotted lanternfly in China. 
So now you're in inva- you're serenity introducing now. another brought in species, serenity now. invasive species to fight serenity now. One. This drives me absolutely crazy. Who who decides this is okay? Who is the uh, you combat one invasive species? or non-native species to another non with a non-native species. It makes no sense. We've seen it time and time again. It's just an endless chain of going nowhere and solving nothing because you're just replacing it with something else. Get off of this train of thought. They're saying that uh, the options are sticky traps, that you can put sticky traps out. Let's do that. You can put a netting over your plants the and irony so, is the sticky gonna... traps are probably imported too from some <laughs> other country well and uh peter wouldn't like that though so hmm. they they're saying you should you should know what it is but the the number one best way to get rid of them is to squish them with your foot <laughs> so well duh well common sense okay but yeah. it, it, I just thought, you know, okay, because I'm dealing with these apricot, and I'm pretty sure that's what they were, what it said, apricot crazy ants. I'm dealing with that over at the farm. Um, and, but we, and we had grasshoppers, like, invaded our place this year. I mean, they're everywhere. Interestingly, I saw, I was thinking, okay, after you see the movie, The uh, World's, uh, biggest little farm if you go see that if you should everybody should watch that because it was brilliant um especially that's what you know, they did though they brought in other things to combat other but things. they brought in yeah but they brought in like ducks to deal with the uh snails and so they let ducks go in their orchard and there was a lot of benefits to it because they poop on the ground and all that stuff but uh, so I was looking in my backyard the other day, and I saw one of those Mexican eagles, the caracaras. Yeah, not really an eagle, but you know we see them pretty often, and yep. and they're uh, you know they're kind of a scavenger, they're kind of a buzzardy kind of thing. You know they'll eat off at something dead on the side of the road. Um, but there was one hopping around out in the back pasture, and he was eating grasshoppers. <laughs> and I thought that's. How do I get 50 caracara to land in the backyard? You don't want that. You well, just I'm let just him the, do what he can I, do. I, 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 and I was thinking, okay, what are the what are the natural solutions? Because I don't think you're going to get this. You're not going to be able to contain things coming around the going around the world. You're not going to be just, able to contain. Once a month, you get one of those yellow, low-flying plane, low planes. <laughs> you know, the yellow ones with the big wings. Yeah. To fly there was real one low at the airport yesterday. And he just flies over the over your house. You get a little cool mist breeze once a month. And <laughs> go play in the fog. Yeah, just like go the play one in the fog. Like the we used to follow behind on our bikes. Yeah, the, yeah. Deet, the deep machine. You had hey. one of those too, huh? I've got to let you all in on all of our regulators, all of our listeners, and Beefsteak. Dude, this mm. is, this is did, straight up your alley. He just jumped right in on that thing. I He's know, he did. <laughs> so we've got a new sponsor of the show, PartsView.com. That's P-A-R-T-S-V-U.com. 
It's an on online shop. I'm super excited because I've used them before. I ordered a kit to do all the maintenance on my bass boat this year. It came in one kit, had all the pieces, had all the little rubber grommets and washer, everything I needed. And then some. That's always a joke, you know, because you have leftover, <laughs> leftover parts. parts. Uh -oh. And then some to do the maintenance on my boat. And, uh, man, you get it all in one place. Partsview.com. It's an online one-stop shop for all of your boating needs. Beefsteak's going to become one of the greatest customers since he's always having to repair something on his boat. Partsview, uh, uh, you can find... Uh, Oh, I'm sorry. It offers more products, more than 200,000 products from the marine industry's leading brands like uh, Starbright Apco, Turning Point Propellers, T&H Marine, 303 Sea Choice. Uh, you can get all of your maintenance kits and all of that for your boats, whether it be Mercury, uh, Yamaha, Suzuki Outboards, OE, Genuine, OEM, uh, Yamaha Parts. So, man, I just... I really like these guys. I'm excited to have them on board. Partsview.com. P-A-R-T-S-V-U.com. All right, coming up next, we've got Game Warden Field Notes. You don't want to miss it. It is the Outdoor Zone, and we are live in the bunkhouse 24-7, 365 at TheOutdoorZone.com. Hey, this is Jeff Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody on the Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back, regulators. This is your deer shooting, flounder gigging, dove blasting, hog dogging, bass catching, mountain climbing, fly fishing, four wheeling, adrenaline junkie outdoor zone radio show. Broadcast live from the bunkhouse every Sunday morning, seven to nine on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network or 24 7, 365 on a brand new website. You can go there and find us on all your podcast platforms or at least a bunch of them there. And uh, if you find, if there's one that we're not on, you can't find the outdoor zone on your favorite podcast platform. Let us know. We'll pop it over there so you can find it over there as well. Hey, Keystone bank is one of our sponsors for the show as well. And we love those guys over there. I was just thinking how much I like being able to call up the bank and talk to my banker. If I want to do a loan, if I want to do uh, some savings, talk about savings options, things like that. If you're doing a construction, if you're building a new house, or if you buy a piece of land, you want to do construction loan, they'll, the guys over at Keystone bank, the guys and gals at Keystone bank will walk you through that. You can pick up the phone and call them. They'll walk you through it. Experience the value of community banking where local matters join the bank of choice for Austin community members, families, and entrepreneurs, Keystone bank founded by Jeff Wilkinson and his team operated right here in Austin, Texas. When you bank with Keystone, you'll enjoy local relationship based service that sets them apart. Banking at your fingertips, of course, anywhere, anytime to learn more or to get started, with a Keystone account, visit one of our locations in person, 11,500 B Caves Road in West Austin, 500 Pressler Street in downtown Austin, or 900 Hutchins Avenue in beautiful Ballinger, Texas. Just go to the website, keystone.bank, 
for all the information. Keystone.bank for all their information. Now we'll do um, game warden field notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true game warden field notes. So before we do the game warden field notes, I just wanted to read this last uh, statement. It was kind of a wrap up of what to do about those the invasive species these uh, lantern moths that are getting into um that are coming across the country and eating up the vineyards of their favorite menu item is the grape vineyards Uh, it says virginia department of agriculture says the best method of extermination is crushing or stomping on them the good old-fashioned way or putting them in a container of alcohol, diluted Clorox, 10%, or hand sanitizer. <laughs> uh, larger populations can be treated with a contact or systemic insecticide. So they do say, Cody, that you can go in there and spray them. Fog them, man. Send them to outer space. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we just deport them? here like a, an we... old uh, rock and roll song from like the 70s with a helicopter flying over. We were flying low and hit something in I'd the I'd say air. we just deport them and uh, send them back where they came from. Yeah, check well, their status. Hey, Game Warden Field Notes. Give us some Game Warden Field Notes. So somebody's out there. Their job is to go around looking at those things. Coast Guard seizes over 2,000 pounds of red snapper caught in Texas waters. The U.S. Coast Guard inter, inter, interdicted three launch boats with approximately 440 pounds of shark and 2,425 2, pounds of red snapper on Tuesday, August 30th. Officials stated in a release that the Mexican launch boats Boat crews were illegally fishing in federal waters. Officials also found fishing gear, radios, GPS devices, and high flyer and high flyers on board. Coast Guard crews detained the Mexican fishermen and are scheduled to transfer them to border enforcement agents for processing. Oh, that's just what our border <laughs> enforcement agents needs need now. Some additional uh illegal something to deal with operators yeah you know i was thinking who, who came up with this launch a boat hey i launch you your boat launch a <laughs> boat <laughs> what did what did, what did we used to call them when we're down there at falcon we pongas pongas well i know that's what they are in south america yeah same thing so they were catching snapper off those things well, they got to be bigger than a ponga. They said twenty to thirty there, feet long, right? Yeah, these are these got to be bigger. But oh, That's yeah, a lot it says, of red you know, snapper. is a fishing boat used by Mexican fishermen that is approximately twenty to thirty feet long, with a slender profile, according to officials. The Coast Guard stated that most launch boats have one outboard motor 
and are capable of traveling at speeds exceeding 30 miles per hour. That's faster than beefsteaks boat most of the time. <laughs> Not after I put that new maintenance kit in. Well, I mean, it's faster than when it sits in your backyard for uh, 11 and a half months of the year. Wow. Oh, God, if you, God. If, you, if you witness suspicious activity or illegal fishing out at 200 miles offshore, please contact the U.S. Coast Guard. So, uh, so Cody Ryan, CR, you took the girls out on Fayette yesterday. Yeah, fishing was absolutely terrible. My wife caught a Lone Star beer can. That was so that's how incredible. <laughs> that's how wonderful it is. My post said, yes, she can fish. D-A-N. Yeah, can fish. Uh, all right. Uh, man, we've got a whole nother hour of the Outdoor Zone with all your favorite segments, right? I mean, hey, all the favorites got, are left. Yeah, we've got a, a Humane Society story that we're going to go deep into, and it's going to blow your mind. Oh, shocking. I just hope I, I'm going to go take my blood pressure medicine right now. Hey, it's the Outdoor Zone. Stick around with us for a whole nother hour of the greatest number one outdoor radio show in Texas. It is the Outdoor Zone. Find us and all of your favorite podcast outlets there at theoutdoorzone.com. But you come back again Just remember